So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with I'm Gabe from Enterprise Earth. And we're asking him some questions today about their upcoming album, The Chosen. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Uh, thank you. And yeah, it's been great so far. Um, yeah, we put out three singles that, you know, pretty different from one another. And uh, the reception has been great so far. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. I was listening to it uh, on my drive to work today and also on the way back because it's such a long album. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a phenomenal record, honestly. Thank you. Front thank to you back. Amazing. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Um, so that, well, I mean, that's a question better for Dan, cause that was Dan's concept with the art and the, uh, the name. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of had this like, uh, like stained glass idea for the art and, uh, we just kind of just Dan and I just kept spitballing back and forth on like what we wanted. And, uh, we took it to, uh, Tony Cole who just absolutely knocked it out, like our vision out of the park. We were as, as descriptive as we could be and he just absolutely nailed it. So yeah, kudos to, Co- to Tony for just doing a great job with the art. Oh yeah. And Perfect. The album name. Oh, the name. Yeah, the chosen. Um, again, that's that's something Dan can explain more eloquently than than <laughs> I could probably stumble through right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will defer that to a later date. Not to not answer your question though, and not that I shouldn't know what that it's about. I, I vaguely know, but Dan would be able to elaborate much better than I ever could. All right, fair like enough. That. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so can you tell us a little about your writing process for this album? Yeah, so the uh, the songs, most of the songs were written in 20, back in summer of 2019, actually. So a lot of this stuff has been written for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the pandemic and life and everything just, it just kept going back and pushing it back. Um, it all it, it all worked out in the end, though, where, you know, we're very happy to release release it at this time, finally. Um, but the, yeah, the writing process, it was like very organic and natural. Um, we just, we just said fuck it to the rule book and just threw it out the window and just, I uh, just wrote fun songs. So um and I feel like that's, you know, we kind of came up with a very eclectic and diverse uh, batch of tunes here. Um, but yeah, we just we just wanted to have fun and just write songs that we enjoyed hearing. And I think uh, that those delays it. played in your favor because now you're getting to release it. You were in the middle of a tour for the album cycle and then the album will be out and you'll be on a tour. So it's perfect. Yeah. No. Yeah. It all every everything all ended up working out in the end. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this record and the meaning behind it. Oh boy. Um, there's a lot, actually, there's a lot of really memorable ones. Uh, the single we just put out legends never die has like, um, uh, a lot of memorable ones. I feel like that's one of Dan's strongest ones lyrically on, uh, on the whole record because that one, it's very poetic. Uh, I think that's why I like that one a lot. Um, it has this like poetic, like epic kind of feel and, you know, I, I I love that shit. So, um, (laughs) uh, Honestly, just that that whole song lyrically, lyrically is probably that. And then uh, the song Overpass as well has a lot of my favorite lyrics, uh, uh, lyrical lines as well. From the album. Right. Perfect. Uh, so what song on the album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? The longest one to write was either of the eight minute songs, Overpass or The Chosen. Um, probably The Chosen. That one had like more parts and layers to it and stuff. Really to write <laughs> uh, just because there's there's just so much going on and so much that went into them uh all 100 worth it it was just exa- i felt like i just gave birth to like 20 kids <laughs> not that i know what childbirth is like yeah. uh, but me- mentally that's what i felt like after you know finishing you know those songs um um and then what, what was part two of your question uh your favorite song oh favorite song is uh probably overpass 
or um, You Couldn't Save Me is also that that one's really fun because we got to bring out like our thrash metal influences and like old school vibes for that one mixed with like modern down tune shit. Um, but both of those songs are really fun. I like Overpass a lot because it literally has everything that we could cram into a song from like, you know, ballady intro to bringing Matt from Kublai Khan on at the end for like our heaviest breakdown, you know, mm-hmm. in the album. So, yeah. So as you said that the longer songs actually were more mentally, uh, they took a bigger toll on you mentally to write them. How did you keep motivation up writing those? Because you said they took very long to write. How did you keep that going? It's just um well writing and producing them too um because I, 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 I produced the record also as well and just um it was I don't know I was just in it I was I fully submerged myself in this record there was mm-hmm. you know I was working hard but it honestly it what didn't feel like work because I was just in it I was in that state of mind where I was just all I was totally submerged in these songs for those <laughs> uh, past couple years and particularly for three or four months whenever I was uh, mixing and, and finishing the album up. So yeah, it was just a excuse nice. me. Nice. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. A bell. So, yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, how did the track list for this album come about? Did you guys write the opener to be the opener, closer be the closer? Just kind of shuffle around, listen through a couple of times. What was that process like? Uh, once we had like all the songs written um, and fleshed out, we th- then that we kind of decided, okay, this one's good for the opener. This one goes here. This one goes there. Uh, we didn't really have that in mind when we were writing them. It's just uh, something that we we rearranged them as we saw fit. Um, and th- there's a couple like like two parter songs in there as well. Those obviously had to go one next to another. But uh, yeah, we and we we tried to do it with a lot of intention too, because um just because this album's so diverse, like hopefully it's a good album listening experience for those that like to listen to albums. Um, it's uh the, I feel like the art and experience of listening to album has long been lost these days. Like I remember when I was younger, like me and my friends would just get high in our in my friend's basement and list listen to albums all day, and it was like great. But yeah. people don't do that any as much anymore. But if you're into that, hopefully it's something you can appreciate because we try we organize the the track listing to, to kind of have like a flow to it so you're not hearing like the same song or same kind of song twice in a row you get peaks and valleys all throughout there and you know all that fun stuff so did you guys organize the track list for the most part before the the album was even recorded like was that at the end of the writing process um i i think we organized the track list after everything was pretty much done and oh. written and like once i started mixing and stuff like that and started getting like the final products then we're like okay this should go here you know this should go there blah right. blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. um so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing this album um it was just i don't it's like a hard question to answer i guess i could give you a weird philosophical ambiguous answer it's just right. like the headspace wasn't really like anywhere in particular we, like I kind of like what I said earlier, we were just trying to have fun. We just wanted to write fun songs that we personally enjoy and that we feel would fit well under the Enterprise Earth name. And um, that's good good for us and good for the band. So like we we were in a fun headspace, if I had to answer that simply. Okay, okay. that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you recommend your listeners to listen to this album for the first time? Should I play it in the car with friends and the dark headphones on? Should they drive to work with it? What do you personally recommend? <laughs> yeah, they should do all those things. I don't know. Just listen to it in whatever way you like to enjoy it the most and whatever you have the opportunity to listen to it at the time. It, be, because it's like a long album, I, yeah, I feel like it's definitely a good one if you got like a long drive and can actually listen to the whole 68 minute thing that we made uh that'd be great you know if um 
but yeah, just, I don't know, just, uh, or, or you can honestly, like it's, I wouldn't even point someone to one track in particular either. I was just like, you know, you can pick any of those tracks and go for it. If you only have five minutes or something like that too. Fair okay. And if you don't mind me asking, how did you listen to this album for the first time? Um, I've listened to this album so many times that <laughs> I don't even know when the first time was. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> just fair of the course of writing and producing and mixing and all that stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I listened to it in my car bunch um, when I was just getting stuff ready. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've heard this album so many goddamn times. No, I'm not sick of it. That's a good sign. You know, I've okay. been, I've yeah, been yeah. sitting with, you know, we've been sitting with these songs for like a couple years now and I'm still not sick of it. So that's a good sign, I guess. There that's you go. Sign. Yeah, that's a great sign. Um, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Three words. Um, uh <laughs> um uh okay uh diverse mm-hmm. intense mm-hmm. fun all right <laughs> okay. okay yeah it's yeah it's what's that an acronym diff it's diff it's different so there the double entendre perfect i like that yeah. <laughs> diff, right, diff. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners um that's that's the cool thing about songs is everyone can have a different interpretation to it um so i i just hope that people connect to it in some way shape or form um it helps you know bring a positive experience to their life um there's not no particular thing um emotion i mean yeah there's obviously the specific things the songs are about and whatnot but um you know everyone connects to music differently and can interpret things different ways which i think is pretty cool so as long as they have a positive experience that's all that matters to me um so what band or artist influence you think you can hear the most on this album if any uh there's a lot i i tend to wear my influences on my sleeve um and you know if you like were like hey what were you influenced by by this riff in the song i could probably tell you you know Uh, (laughs) like there's it's seriously like all over the place though it's like everything from i don't know like decapitated to tesseract to Alice in Chains to like it, it's seriously like all all over the place. It's just whatever I was vibing at the time, I I wrote down. Oh, fair enough. Perfect. Uh, so, what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record? Um, pro- oh, definitely. Um, the fact that everything was made in like my tiny like my tiny home trailer studio that I'm currently sitting in right now. Um, um, for those of those those of you that don't know I, i've been like doing the nomad thing for like five years now and i've been like in my tiny trailer thing it's like a cargo trailer that i just built out into a camper mm-hmm. but it's also my it's also my you know workspace and studio and everything was done in here except for drums we, we recorded those um, with jason sukoff from florida but everything was written produced and recorded except for drums in here and put together in here so in uh it was in different parts of the country too like we recorded vocals uh, dan flew out we recorded vocals in the desert in sedona I recorded guitars and bass in Colorado. It got mixed in San Diego. Um, so it was like all over the place. And it was a cool experience just kind of just trotting around and, you know, working while I was getting this thing done. That's so cool. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Thanks. Yeah. I've asked that wow. question to a lot of people. That's the coolest answer we've gotten. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. So picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Ooh, at a gas station so that means well all right what gas station are we like a wawa, is a wawa. It a yeah yeah, yeah let's a wa- do wawa. oh hell yeah okay good yeah. um 
I am a big fan of the omelet bowls from Wawa and a donut. Um, so the, those are usually my go-to at Wawa. It's it's usually an omelet bowl or a donut or an omelet bowl and a milkshake, something like that. I didn't know they had omelet bowl. What? Okay, can you it's, give me it, a definition? It, it, like, what is that? It's literally an omelet, but they serve it in a bowl. That's so. Oh, it's, okay. it's exactly what you think it is. It's an omelet, but they put it in like a bowl. And sometimes, you know, they're lazy and they don't close the omelet. They don't flip it over. So it's sometimes it's just like a circular egg with all your <laughs> toppings that you chose in it. But you know, it's it, it's it's exactly what you think it is. Okay. And what donut would you get? Um, I I just I like a good old fashioned plain glazed donut. Um, I don't know what about it. I just really enjoy it. just a regular old old fashioned. <laughs> glazed donut. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Um, we'd probably be like uh, I don't know, like uh, with with this album, we'd probably be like a steak dinner. <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> something like that surf and turf (laughs) okay do you have any reasoning behind that or is it just what you're feeling right now oh i don't know it's just that's my favorite meal so that's just what i chose i don't know there you go yeah it's a it's probably surf and turf because it's it's the album's diverse and complex and a surf Mm -hmm. and turf is fish and meat and whatever vegetables and starch that you chose that. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know perfect yeah that, that, works. that works um so where do you see the band in the next five years um future tripping um i don't know uh hopefully just doing what we're doing but on a bigger and bigger scale and just having just having fun doing what we're doing hopefully making a decent living out of it so oh, yeah. that's all we can hope for all right or maybe we'll be dead i don't know <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> the way the world's going, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so, for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Sure. Awesome. So, we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Surf and turf with a with a really nice glass of wine. All right, that was yeah, like, a, I, like yeah. a badass steak, uh, mm-hmm. a nice cut of salmon with green beans and garlic butter, mashed potatoes, and then just like a whole bottle of wine. All right. That's perfect. Very good. That's perfect. Um, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Um, definitely in the Tolkien universe, somewhere in Lord of the Rings. Um, so yeah, so probably in the third age, maybe the, uh, probably the first age on it. I don't know how many Tolkien nerds are out there, but I'd like, I, the first age was pretty badass. So there was a lot of shit that happened, you know, mm-hmm. that hasn't been put into a movie yet and that they won't put into a movie because of legal reasons. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay awesome uh so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question okay what is your favorite color purple specific shade of purple um like a like a deeper purple i guess not not a light not a violet you know or like Mm -hmm. not not a light purple but like a like a darker deep purple okay yeah, I can respect that. Yeah. Uh, so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, the Chosen, January 14th. Go listen to it. Go illegally download it. Go throw it out. I don't care. Just, uh, you know, have a good time. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, well, thank you for now. This has been Gabe from Enterprise Earth, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.